I thought my tattoo said Light's Defender in Naru. I found out it actually says Glowing Goat. Podcasting to all of us, we're off this World Forecast episode number 284, We Hate Verizon Edition. Yes, we despise <laughs> Verizon Edition. Well, no, we I shouldn't say that. We, I, I, I'm saying You it. could say, no, I had issues. I had tech issues. You're, you're having a serious issue. Oh, yeah. I've been trying to set up landline service for my mother and stepfather in the nursing home, and it has been epically bad. Yeah. Um, I won't go into all the details, but no. let's just say I spent more than four hours on the phone yesterday, and I, we still do not have yeah. a working telephone in their room. It's bad. I had a guy come out and install gigabyte, Gigabit and not give me a new router. And he says, no, you don't need a new router. And how like, old was your old router? Ten years. Yeah. So f- for those of you that may know the model numbers, I have an ME424E, and and it only does 100. And the guy's telling me that it's going to magically work. He goes, give it a couple days. It'll work. I'm like, what? What, what does that even mean? It's not going to sprout a gigabit port. I got to say, look, Verizon... Um, as far as like when it works, it works amazingly well. But I have Verizon on my cell phone, and I've got terrific service yeah. and such like that. It's their home phone guys that I am. Well, it's 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 the fact with. that the I don't want to turn this into a gripe session, but the the, the point is is that too late. No, <laughs> my point. It's just it's not Verizon specifically. This happened with Comcast also when I had them years ago. It amazes me how people will not understand the problem. Mm-hmm. And it, and it just basically just comes down to that. So right. anyway, let's talk about WoW because that's why people are listening. Yeah, and we <laughs> didn't have a cast last week because I had some things suddenly come up with, mm-hmm. you know, family situations and such. And you had things suddenly I come had, up. And, yeah, it just wasn't yes. it wasn't happening last week. As a matter of fact, we're recording this on a Friday. We were supposed to record yesterday and then Ren texted me. She says, I got too much stuff going on. With, I was with, in the middle of this Verizon hell during yeah. this whole thing. So we're, we're good now. You were good now. <laughs> um, I actually haven't done anything terribly remarkable. I've been mostly playing my um, my High Mountain Torrin mm-hmm. Enhancement Shaman, which I'm finding much more fun than the, uh, than the Elemental Shaman. Mm-hmm. I've always liked I've always liked melee characters. Um, looking ahead, my next projects were are um, Kryler has been doing a lot with finding the mechanical pets. Oh yeah. For um, for for his characters, and now I want them because I found out that there's a mechanical bunny pet. Yes. The 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 war the war rabbit yeah. warbit something yeah. like that. And uh, he got it. It's adorable. And I even know what I'm going to name. Oh. What is it going to be? Bun of Steel. Bun, <laughs> Bun of... I, oh. Okay. Well, I think we got our title right now. Uh, <laughs> Bun of Steel? Bun of Steel, yes. Love it. Um, yeah. It can't be Buns of Steel because... It's no, only it's only one. one. Yeah, but so it's good. To be, it's probably just gonna be Bunno Steel. Uh, <laughs> but I'll have to figure out how I how I do the name. But uh, that that immediately leapt to mind, and I said, okay, th- I've got to do this. So, yeah. um, Kryler's hunter is an engineer, so he sent me the thing that I need to be able to do the me- to tame the mechanical pets. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I am also going to be working on Field Medic. We're going to be talking a little bit about that when we talk about yours also because yeah. we got some, some tips on Field Medic from mm-hmm. some of our Discord users. Discord and has I'm, proven to be awesome. I'll just say that. Uh, we have a fantastic community, and there there isn't the trolling. And by the way, if you want to come in and troll, we'll kick your ass out. <laughs> so, has anybody? I, I don't think we've done that. We haven't kicked anybody out because everyone's been great. Everyone's helpful. You know, no one does the the basic equivalent. Okay, here's a, here's a very old school reference. Nobody does the the version of Jane, you ignorant slut when anyone says something mm-hmm. that they disagree with. You know, we it's a very very civil, helpful, friendly, funny community, and mm-hmm. we're going to keep it that way. Yes, we are. 
So, um, and we have some awesome people who kind of act as unofficial or official in some cases, moderators of kind of the tone of the group and such. So, um, but, uh, and I'm also going to start working on the Fisher Friends. Oh, okay. Because I haven't started those. I've got three characters who have the Underlight Angler. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't started on the Fisher Friends. And once I found out the way to do Fisher Friends is to do those in fishing raids. And it's really not yeah. too hard when you do that. Um, I mean, there's pets. <laughs> pets are always good. There's an underwater mount. <laughs> I have to have these things. Yeah, I need to get the underwater mount also. Um, I have to work on my Dark Moon Fair. I have to do the fishing in Dark Moon Fair next time around. Um, I have fish. I've already got that one. I've got the Dark Water Skate. Yeah. So I've got that one. But this one's like a, a – it's it almost looks like a catfish. Mm-hmm. I want a catfish mount. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it so. has to happen. So, I mean, that's – you know, and one of the things we're going to be talking about later in the episode is – in our from the our discord section is about bucket lists because mm-hmm. that has turned the expansion bucket list um sub group has turned out to be very very active and people have some very interesting ideas on things to do before the expansion yeah it, well that's always good especially with stuff going away so yes um i guess i might as well talk about field medic then <laughs> yeah, you said you've started it too. Well, I started. Here's the thing: there's a spot uh, in Surmore. I think I mentioned this the last time. There's a spot in Surmore where there are a bunch of followers, and, and right because we mentioned Devin. So I go there again, and I start killing things left and right. You know, as they respawn, I'm killing them, killing them, killing them over and over again, and this damn thing isn't res- isn't dropping. So I'm thinking, and and I got to do this like how many more times? So CJ Racer twenty in our Discord said that he joined a pre-made. Now we've all thought about pre-made, but I didn't think a pre-made would work for Field Medic, but apparently it does. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't drop for everyone. It's still personal loot. Mm-hmm. But if you've got you know five people who are all working the same area, you can at least have act you can cover a larger area and you can be assured of being able to loot more things because you're not competing with one right, another. Right. And people keep coming in and out. So yeah. uh that's a good thing to do. And if you can't find a group for something you're working on, start one. Yeah, I'm sure there's exactly. gonna be somebody. So so I'm gonna start doing that. Um probably well this weekend oh this weekend is just like so crazy. Um I'm gonna try and do it this weekend. And because mm-hmm. and, uh, I want to get that done. And then I also want to do Fisher Friends. So I want to take care of that also. Um, because I've been so busy, I did not get into Alpha this week. Um, mm-hmm. We were supposed to do it Monday, but then Allie said that she got tickets to a game. And so we changed it to Wednesday, and then my Wednesday turned into hell. So we just haven't done it yet. But we'll have some things to talk about in Alpha uh, coming up. So what I have been doing, and this isn't very exciting, but I've been doing my follower missions. Uh, last, The last episode I said that I was like X number from Argusian Reach. I finally got that. I got my eight mounts. Uh, so now I'm up to two, 219, I think. Working up to 250. Um, you got a ways to go there. I've got a ways to go. And that's okay. I still got to like, do the jewel crafting mount. Um, there are some drops that I still have to work on. I just really don't like doing Dragon Soul. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, yeah, I just I, don't. I get that. Uh, but I have to because not only would I get the drop from Dragon Soul, but that's the last mount that I need for the collection, uh, mm. for those dragon, the dragon collection for the achievement. So I, I gotta keep working on that. Um, uh, so the follower missions I've been doing only because I was. It was an easy way to get our Gussian Reach rep, unlike mm-hmm. off hours, because you can only do so much and then before the respawns. So that helped. You get like a thousand there. So I got, I finished all that. Um, and now what I'm just doing is like, oh, uh, a mission is like 1500 gold, 1100 gold. I'll just like send out a couple followers and let them do it and, and make back the money that I spent on these mounts. So. Yeah, really. And the thing is, is that I, I agree with you. It's a good way to get the Argusian Reach and the uh, the other one, Armies of the Light. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's how I have a, my second character who is exalted with both of those now. 
Um, it's but she's my she's the only other character that I thought it was important to get it on because she is actually my rep hound. Mm -hmm. She's the one that I get the reps on. So I needed to get her to get those so that because she's the one where I'm I'm working toward beloved. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I needed to get that. And, and the doing the follower missions was a key part of her strategy. Beloved is how many? 60. 60. Okay. I don't think I got anything for 70. I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, what else have been doing? Oh, just the mountain, the mog runs. Nothing special okay. there. Uh, I just do those all the time. I got my tailoring and my enchanting up to 800. And the way that I did it was I was dealing with um, enchanting issues because I just don't DE stuff anymore. Like, you know, we were talking about this previously how enchanting isn't like as important as it used to be. Uh -huh. Well, it turns out that I had so many mats between I had. I had almost 4,000 cloth. So what I would do is I would make something, disenchant it, and then I would just mm -hmm. use the mats from that to, to up my enchanting. And I just did that for like maybe half an hour or something, and then I got it up to 800. So Yeah, that's, very, that's a very useful way. I do want – there's one thing – this is going to be a slight tangent. Talking about cloth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a good way because – the things that you make with tailoring, especially the mid-level stuff that you use to get the laylight shards, mm -hmm. doesn't sell for crap yeah. on the auction house. Right. But here's here the observation that I just wanted to make about cloth is I have noticed that the announcement – I think – I don't know if I mentioned this two weeks ago, but the announcement that first aid is going away mm -hmm. has completely crashed the low-level cloth market. I'm surprised it did because I thought that people would want to buy the stuff to hurry up and do it. No, they, um, well, they're, I'm sure, I have noticed that the frost weave and ember silk mm -hmm. is still pretty high, but those are the ones where you have to make the bandages to get those achievements. Mm -hmm. The other ones, it's not required for the, for those achievements and you can just do it up on, on silk weave. Hmm. Okay. But no, I'm talking about, you know, silk, mage weave, rune cloth going for silver. Mm -hmm. Silvers. Yeah. Yeah. And my on server used to go for like wool four gold. Is going for almost nothing. Linen for almost nothing. Yeah. So totally crashed the low level cloth market. Yeah. Um, not sure how I feel about that because for me, I mean, as we progress further and further away from vanilla and Burning Crusade and Wrath. The need for those, other than mogging, is really not that high, I guess. Right. So, not sure if we, we really need it. Um, I went through some old pictures. <laughs> I have thousands of pictures that I went through. from like I, I have a picture I took on day one, like the instant I got in there. The funny thing is that I snapped... Maybe screenshots? Yeah, screenshots. I, I um, The first picture that i took happened to be somebody complaining about not having enough ram with because when they go to darnassus they log they lag out <laughs> i remember that i re i remember people still trying to do it on dial up yeah oh sure absolutely i remember back in the day yeah i remember when i got my first cable modem when we had like at home and mm -hmm. um oh it was crazy how playing video games for the first time without having to worry about whether or not your modem was going to disconnect was was nuts but yeah going through the old screenshots it took me seven months and two days to get to 60 so wow. it'll be interesting yeah it'll be interesting to see when classic comes out whether or not it'll still take people that long to get to 60 because back then everything was so new and and now it's going to be different well, here's this actually goes back to a previous conversation that we had, which is how do you tell how old your characters are? Oh yeah. And the answer to some of that is can be found sometimes in warcraftrealms.com. Now, mm -hmm. I'm looking at my entry for my warrior Renata on Whisperwind. And the earliest that I have of her is when she was level 25, mm -hmm. and that was March 31st, 2006. Now, by July 28th 
of the same year, she was level 60. So she went from, it took her three months to get from uh, 25 to 60 mm -hmm. back in the day. Now, I don't remember how long it took her to, I don't know how long it took her to get to 1 to 25. But it's funny because on I got her from level 25. I got another old character from level 25. 10 but i one of my oldest characters i only have a snapshot of her at 110 i don't have anything before that mm, yeah so it's but it if you go into warcraftrealms.com and you type in your name um there is a chance that you might be able to see approximately how old so i'm guessing i probably made this character in the end of january or or early february of 2006 the interesting thing about Warcraft Realms is that one of my characters is listed with um she was in a guild for months mm -hmm. but she's not listed as being in that guild at all. And then there's another and it even says like uh, your your information may be incorrect or something like that. And then there's a spot where I was in a guild, my raiding guild, and then I was ungilded and then I was gilded again. So it's not 100% accurate. Because I have screenshots saying that I was definitely gilded at the time when I wasn't, but um, it's it's interesting going. Not only is it interesting going through the screenshots and seeing what the world was like and and such, but the screenshots are so small <laughs> because we were all running on like crappy hardware at the time. I, I think yep. I was running on eight hundred by six hundred or something like that, and I'm looking at it on a five K iMac. I'm like, and they're they're showing up like really tiny, like yeah. It's the things have changed in 14 years. Well, and it's also funny you should mention about finding old gaming stuff because I found I, in the process of cleaning my office, I found four old internal hard drives mm -hmm. that I had just taken out of old machines and I'd stuck up on a shelf. And I said, I wonder what's on here. And I found an archive of old EQ stuff, which included two stories I had written like back in 2003. <laughs> And actually, there I have to say, reading back on them, they weren't bad. Um, I've, I mentioned this on Discord. I've had a couple people say they want to read them. Yeah. So I've applied for an invite to the archive of our own site. Mm -hmm. And once I get that invite, I will post these stories and I will post links to Discord. I looked into just setting up a story channel on Discord. Unfortunately, Discord um, limits... The, uh, the the length of your messages to only two thousand characters. Oh, okay. So it doesn't it's, it doesn't really lend itself to to, to putting that in long no. blocks of text. So and these aren't really long stories. One of them's quite short. It's uh, I don't know, like six hundred words or something like that. It's mm -hmm. not. It's very short. But um, the other one's quite a bit longer. But it was just funny finding some of this old stuff, like my old SIG file, which I'd had professionally <laughs> made of my characters and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, SIG I found files. some some old stuff, I too, used to and have that's kind of funny. Yeah, I used to have SIG files, too. I had yeah. I wrote a script that would pull, like my SIG file would point to a PHP file, which would mm -hmm. pull my Xbox gamer tag info and dynamically build it yeah and there were a lot of there were a lot of websites that you could build these automatic sig files yeah. and such. that was a big thing on forums with sig files yeah not anymore <laughs> no sig files have gone the way of the virtual dinosaur yeah so. I, I, some people use well the, the wow forums don't use them uh but i think mmo champion still does mm -hmm. so but yeah not bot used to use them Thoughtbot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you... there's Blast and Pass. Uh, EQ Traders used them. Yes, that's right. That's right. All right, what do we have this week in WoW? Well, uh, the Mage Tower is currently active on North American Realms. Yes. So since we'll be talking more about this in the bucket list, the Mage Tower for your artifact appearances. So go for it. Go mm -hmm. get those those appearances. And Legion Time Walking is this week and the Pet Battle events next week. Now, mm -hmm. it's not until early next month, I think, but Children's Week is coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's in May. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried doing the Mage Tower. It's it's more mechanical than anything. And mm -hmm. so 
I have to just learn how to do it. Um, I got her. I did do her. I did try to do her this week. I I got her down to like forty eight percent or something like that, and then all hell broke loose. And I have the gear for it. I just have to learn the mechanics. It just, like for me, what I have to do is I have to freeze the imps when they're on their way in, so that they don't get too close. Mm-hmm. And I just have to map some buttons. I'll get it down. So right. Well, Wowhead has some has some guides online about. Uh, on the different uh, specializations and such. If you just uh, just Google um, Mage Tower Wow, you'll get this this uh, handy dandy little Wow head thing where you can click on strategies for every class and every specialization. Yeah. So yeah, it's not something I've really looked into. I've never been that much. Well, part of it is I transmog my weapons. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't run around with the normal. So weapons appearances don't mean that too much to me, except to my druid, because with the druid, the weapon appearances changes your form. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah, it was. Uh, it's for that I would do it, but for most of the other ones, I'm probably not going to bother. Right. Um, and legion time, legion time walking. <laughs> that seems kind of odd to hear that. Yeah, it is. But uh, anyway, so under general news, mm-hmm. um, Blizzard Balance can now be gifted. Cool. You can send your friend an electronic gift card with a personalized message and send them money to put on their Blizzard Balance. That's interesting. And I'm surprised it took so long for them to do that. I am too. I was like, you couldn't already do that? That's kind of surprising. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the remote auction house is dead. I'm yep. very upset about this. Yeah, so Blizzard confirmed in a blue message that the reason they closed the remote auction house is that, quote, a tiny fraction of 1% of their user base, unquote, mm-hmm. was actually using the uh, the remote auction house, so it was not worth their time and effort to keep it updated. Yeah, well, I was one of them. <laughs> well, what's interesting about this is I decide, I went and looked to see if Blizzard had published any recent numbers as far as how many people play WoW. Mm-hmm. They haven't released any subscriber numbers since 2016. Mm-hmm. Now, as best as people are able to gather from activity on certain raider boards and such like that, the est- that a lot of places estimate that the active player base right now is about 3 million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not necessarily the people who are all. That's people who play regularly. Yeah. If even just that small number, a tiny fraction of one percent is still thirty thousand people. Yeah. So, but apparently that wasn't enough for Blizzard to to keep the remote auction house no, going. That's a shame. I liked using it. It was it was nice to put some stuff up and then like at night and then you wake up in the morning and check, do it mm-hmm. during the day. But all right. I can understand that. All right. We have some alpha stuff. Um, well, they, they're started to put in the kind of the, the basic structure. It's not, it's not fully functional yet into the Battle of Azeroth uh, alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, the in-game communities. Yeah. Now, um, well, go ahead. I was just going to say a lot of people are basically saying they're trying to replace Discord. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, they want an in-game Discord, I suppose. Uh, what's interesting is whether or not this is going to be in Classic because already people are whining about um, how Classic is going to have um, uh, uh, Battle.net and it's going to have like friends lists that you didn't have before. Like You didn't have your, um, your Battle.net friends lists. Well, there was no uh, battle tags. No, there are no battle tags. There are no battle tags. There, um, and when did we get authenticators? That was like in Burning Crusade, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, it was. It was sometime during Burning Crusade, yeah. I think. So anyway, my my point is, is that there are certain they better things... keep authenticators though. Oh, oh, I'm sure they are. I mean, they have to. It, it didn't right. really affect gameplay either. It's just logging in. Right. Um, but there's people who will still argue that we yeah. shouldn't have authenticators because we didn't have them then. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. Or we, we, we have to stop using them on our phones and have to all go back to those little keychain thingies that they gave us. Oh, you mean like these? Yeah, Kryler still <laughs> uses his. This is my EverQuest I, 2 one. 
Yeah, I, Crowler still uses his. I, I went to my phone a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, But quoting Wowhead, this system will allow you to have broader communication options with fellow community members, including multiple text channels, text channel history, simple role management, quick join, voice integration, roster listing, and calendar invites. You'll be able to be part of multiple communities at the same time in addition to your current guild. Mm, this smells a lot like Discord. <laughs> It does. It has that Discordian kind of scent to it, it. It does. And again, if they put this in classic, I think people will not like it. I don't care. But uh, having this kind of system, here's the reason why. It's because on the classic forums, people are saying, well, what's gonna, what kind of community are they going to have? Like, um, mm-hmm. Remember Open Raid? Yeah. Yeah. So... So we didn't, we didn't have things like that back in vanilla, but now we do. Now we have Discord. Now we have a whole bunch of things. So people are saying, well, you can use Discord for these sorts of things. Well, if this is supposed to be Blizzard's answer to Discord, and Blizzard doesn't want people using Discord in Classic, is this going to be in Classic? I don't know. It's just a thought. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be integrated with it, but it'll be interesting if it is. Well, maybe you can answer this technical question that just popped into my head. Mm -hmm. If Blizzard integrates this, do they have a way to block use of Discord in in WoW? Oh, no. Well, does Discord integrate with WoW? Well, it shows when, you know, it shows when you're playing WoW. No, it does, but that's because it's connected to your battle tag. They could turn that off. I yeah. d- I don't know how practical it would be, um, because you want to you want to see that your friends are playing WoW. You want to join them. Mm-hmm. Um, could they block it? I don't think it would be in their best interests to do that. But could they? They could. They could disconnect the ability for people to see that you're playing WoW. However, if you were to set that manually, Blizzard cannot block that. Well, my my point is is that it seems as if Discord is is going to be their main rival yeah. to this. So would they then make it so that Discord wouldn't integrate properly? Can't answer that. Not sure. Because I th- the reason why I say that is because if Blizzard were to disconnect whatever whatever connections they have with Discord I think that the the outbreak would be bad. Yeah, I was thinking that also. I mean, the thing that people have said in, in forums and such that I've read on this subject have all said that, you know, the nice thing about Discord is it works for different games. Yeah. It doesn't just work for games. I take a bunch of tech courses through, um, I don't know how you pronounce it, Udemy, Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. I don't know. They have a lot of really fantastic computer courses on there for like 10 bucks each. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible deal. And the courses are fantastic. I, I, had, I was taking a really good CSS course, uh, which I had to stop after things went all to hell with my parents. But I'm going to go back to it. Their whole class discussion and interaction with the instructor all happens in a discord channel oh interesting so it's not just hmm. for games they yeah. you know they they've been using it for a lot of online education as well and it's a, it's a great now it's kind of funny because i'm with all these professional people and and there i am with my with well i i, I did have my little undead warrior i now have the, <laughs> the me and my cat thing yeah. now but i sort of changed it because i didn't want to be the have the only gaming avatar in my class um, but yes, yeah, Slack seems to be for more professional stuff and Discord for gaming. Um but, but there's a lot of the a lot of online courses are still doing their stuff through Discord. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um yeah, I don't think that Blizzard would block integration with with Discord only because I just think it would be a bad PR move. However, it would have been the in the in game communities would have been nice. Um, during the Naked and Afraid challenge, so yeah. I mean there are some, there are some advantages to that. Yeah. Um, interview at PAX East with lead designer Daniel Stahl and lead encounter designer Morgan Day about island expeditions. Now, this is interesting. I did not see this. Did you read mm-hmm. 
I read about it. Yeah, okay. I didn't read the whole thing, but I read I read a summary of it. So I listed some of them. There were a bunch of things in there, but I just pulled out the ones that were not ones that I was familiar with mm -hmm. or ones that I had heard a little bit about, but not a great deal. Um, they're really stressing there's going to be much more intelligent AI in the NPC encounters. They're mm -hmm. not going to act necessarily the way you think that a normal mob would act. Okay. For example, some AI groups might be very aggressive. Some of them may run away and make you <laughs> chase them down. Huh. I like to see that. Yeah. Um, they're making significant improvements to weather, mm -hmm. and the weather may be a factor. Mm. Hmm. So if it's raining, you might not, your sight distance might be lowered. You might have problems with keeping your footing. You might have, you know, there's all kinds of possibilities for that. Different mobs may appear at different times of day. That makes sense. And the last thing is island expeditions, they're introducing the fog of war. The fog of war? What is this? Fog of war is something that was in uh, it was in the, the Warcraft RTS games. And it's actually a very common element in a lot of games. I played like Civilization V has the fog of war. Hmm. It means that what parts of the map you have not actively explored are grayed out. You can't oh. see anything on them. Oh, okay. You can't see anything from your viewpoint or on the map? Both. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, um, this is like in um, Heart um, not Hearthstone. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Um. Huh. It's interesting. Fog of War for a second sounded like it was going to be like uh, Fortnite. No, 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 no. They're just, as I say, Heroes of the Storm. That's a good. That's a good analogy. I like that. Okay. So you've played some of the island expeditions, haven't you? Yes. Uh, one of them. One of them. Uh, I what liked do you it. think about some of these things that they're planning? To oh, put it's going to sound a lot of fun. It sounds like it will be a lot of fun. The the AI encounters were were good. We we got beaten on one, but we beat another. Um, uh -huh. So the the different AI groups will be interesting. It, it'll also be interesting to see how real real people um, play against you because if you're against people that don't know how to PvP very well, it's not their thing. Right. That'll be interesting to see. Um, the weather, mm, mm, not sure how that's going to affect, because I'm wondering whether or not it's going to affect spells. Hmm. Like if it's raining, your your fire spells don't work as well? Yeah, or something like that. But yeah, Fog of War is going to be interesting because I don't remember playing from like a first third person point of view. Not from a top down, but like from a first third person point of view. So I want to check that out. Yeah, that'll that'll yeah. be interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to those. I mean, the big thing that Blizzard keeps saying is they want these to be replayable, and I think that they're going in a good direction yeah. for that. Yeah, I agree. And Blizzard has confirmed uh, people will still be able to get the class mounts after BFA has launched. I thought they said that already. Um, they there there was speculation about it, but they actually hadn't come out and and put it in blue basically. Mm. But it's now in blue. It's now in blue and black. So okay. We're good on that. Okay. So I thought this was kind of funny. And please go ahead about a minute because this does contain a little bit of a spoiler. Oh, okay. If you don't want any spoilers, go ahead about a minute. Uh, there's a tribute to last year's BlizzCon costume contest winner, Casplay, who did that fantastic Hogger costume. Yeah. Yeah, she did a great um, job. In the beginning, when when you start BFA, there are these scenarios, and there's one where the horde invades the stockades, mm -hmm. and they encounter a human female in a cage with a crumpled costume next to her. <laughs> and the text is, "Look, it's just a costume. See, feel it. Now, will you tell them to let me out of here? It was just a joke. Hogger really isn't terrorizing Stormwind." <laughs> I oh, think that's, that's great. great. I think Love that it. that should be the prize for every costume contest winner from now on I as agree. they get immortalized in game. I agree. All right, we have some alpha news. Not all of it is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Battle for Lordaeron scenario is now playable on alpha. So Yeah, I know you're you're really looking forward to that burning of Teldrassil, aren't no, you? No, not really, but I'll I'll take Lordaeron back. <laughs> so that'll be fine. <sighs> 
We'll see what happens yeah. with that. Um, Heart of Azeroth item level show ranges with eye level starting at 265 and going up one point per level from there. And so the highest they show is uh, 300 with an eye level of 564. Um, so Allie and I were talking about this. She thinks that you still have to create a new character in order to see it. So the, mm. I, have to, I haven't logged into Alpha. Um, so I need to check it out for myself. But I may yeah, have but to this gives you character. an indication of what the eye level squish kind of looks like. Yes, yeah. we're not talking eye level one thousand anymore. No, but but you do go up to five sixty four, which I mean it's a squish, but I don't know. Yeah. Ha- half of a thousand doesn't feel like a lot of a squish. Like a a, a top eye level of two hundred would feel more like a squish. You start with one eighty five. Yeah, but how many people are going to get three hundred levels on their heart of Azeroth? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody will. Somebody will. <laughs> somebody will. I'm, I'm somebody outside of the highest level rating guilds. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's how's this going to average out? I mean, you, you kind of get an idea of what's the the average eye level. Like, you know, for for Argus level, you know, somewhere between, you know, someone who's not rating, who's not, you know, sometime between nine fifteen and nine thirty mm-hmm. is kind of average. Yeah. You know, it goes up from there, but the, you know, you, you get some idea of where it's going to average out versus what's, what is the theoretical max. Right. Right. Um, you can play Dark Iron Dwarves on, um, on Alpha. And Maghar. Yes. So. And they've announced the Maghar racial. Um, ancestral call, invoke the spirits of your ancestors, granting you their power. Increases a random secondary stat by 102 for 12 seconds. Okay. These um, are your like versatility and uh, crit, haste, things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how useful that is, but heck, you know, if you're in a boss fight, just hit it. Uh, I like this one. Open skies, increases mountain speed by 10%. Mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Only because of PvP. I mean, I don't care if somebody's going faster than me normally, but in PvP, that could be a big deal. True, but I don't PvP. <laughs> no, that, no, that's true. But if you're on a PvP server or, or now flagged for PvP, excuse me. Um, in a PvP shard. In, yeah, in a PvP shard. Um, hmm. Savage Blood reduces the duration of poison, poisons, diseases, and curses by 10%. Okay. A lot of them, you know, I was thinking about this. A lot of them have like, you know, 15% duration, 15 second duration. It's only 1.5 seconds. It's not that much, but kind of nice. And sympathetic vigor increases pet health by 10%. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people have been saying, you know, of course, you know, warlocks, hunters. Yeah. Someone said, um, shadow priest. Shadow Hmm. priest. I mean, they've got that little mind guy, but he doesn't last very long. No, so. he doesn't. Um, Dark Iron Dwarves, still no reports on what the Mole Machine Racial does as of right now. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's some sort of blink thing for like mages or something. All right. This happened. Blood Elf. Yeah, I saw this. I didn't. I this Is this new? Oh, yeah. As of this morning. Yeah, I, I missed it because I, I wrote the I wrote my notes early. So um, so do tell. What do you mean by this? Okay, remember when Blood Elves first came out and they had that racial arcane torrent? That they still do. W- not anymore. What? Yeah, they're getting rid of it and they're replacing it with the ability to take away um, one buff from uh, the mob or you know people within an eight yard radius. That sucks. Yeah, so no more silence. My paladin is going to be crushed by this. Yep. So this, I was, that was extremely useful. Yeah, well, people on the forums are extremely pissed, and they're saying it was extremely overpowered. Uh, well, actually, for a racial, I have to agree it was, but I liked it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are, are saying that it was because of Mythic Plus um, dungeons. Mm. And... Of course, there are PvP ramifications for this as well. So There I'm, certainly are. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm happy about this. But not only are Blood Elves nerfed, humans are nerfed. What are they doing to humans? Please, please, please do not tell me that they are nerfing the reputation bonus. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, <laughs> All right. no, this is just for racials. So that ev- is a racial. Ev- well, oh, no, what I meant, I like an ability. 
Oh, okay. So every man for himself is still around, but now it's a it takes a minute longer for the cooldown, and it's now on the global cooldown. So it used to be by itself. It used to be up, like away from the global cooldown. Now it's on which the was what, which is what made it useful. Yeah. Well, now it's not. So now this it's... is like the second time they've nerfed this ability. Yeah. So now it's a three minute cooldown instead of a two minute cooldown, and now it's on the global cooldown instead of off of it. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as if they'd taken away the uh, the rep bonus, but it sucks. Well, people on the I read the forums this morning, and there are a lot of people that are very upset about this, and they're talking about uh, uh, race changing to dark iron dwarves. <laughs> but the interesting thing about this is that um, you had arcane torrent on the horde side. It's a big uh-huh. deal. Now people are thinking about moving to the alliance. Two interesting points about that. One, how <laughs> how dedicated are you really to the horde? <laughs> if you if your people are just saying, "Ah, screw it, I'm just going to race change," I well, I have to say this, and I play blood elves. I have blood elves. Mm-hmm. I've always questioned people who play only blood elves anyway, because a lot of them, the only reason that they came over to the horde was to play blood elves because they were pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all people are like this, but there is a subgroup of blood elves who only play horde blood elves because they're pretty. And if you take away a pretty race, they will, um, they'll, they'll, if they take, if you take away what's good about that pretty race, they'll go away. So I say good riddance. Mm -hmm. If that's how you believe, if if that's, what's going to make you happy, just go for it. You know, I don't care. Um, they can change into, into void elves, whatever. Yeah. So, so there's that. Uh, the second thing is how is this going to balance Horde and Alliance if people are switching over to Alliance for for dark dark iron dwarves? I play on an unbalanced server. It's not as unbalanced as I thought it was. I'm looking at RealmPop.com right mm-hmm. now. It's a, it's a two point five to one ratio. So there's two about two hundred eighty five thousand Alliance and one hundred twelve thousand Horde. Yeah. The only time this comes in to be a problem is when you are farming an area, there's a whole bunch of Alliance people who are cross tagging all their stuff. You're the only horde character there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's come, it comes into more of a problem during invasions when there's a lot of concentration of people. Yeah. Well, back when invasions were, were super popular anyway. Um, so, I mean, there, yes, there is some problem with that, but you know, frankly, I'd rather be part of the few, the proud, the whole, the horde and have to deal <laughs> with occasional problems like that. Uh, okay. Beautiful, obviously pretty is not uh, imp- that important to me because I primarily play orcs. Mm-hmm. So I think they're I, you know, to to use a a Star Trek term that Worf said about uh, Grilka, orcs are orc females are glorious. Yeah, yeah. They're not pretty, but they are glorious. Mm-hmm. All right, from the Discord, what are the bucket lists? Well, so we have this uh, expansion bucket list thing. By the way, countdown, and we're going to be doing this every episode now until the expansion. There are 116 days to the expansion. Ooh, that sort of, yeah. Go ahead. Three months and 25 days, or 16 weeks and four days, or 2,784 hours, Mm. you know, give or take. Um, So... I did a little bit of a poll on people and on what they were planning to do for their uh, expansion, what what they're planning to do before the expansion hits. Mm-hmm. Um, the most the most popular one was the Mage Tower mm-hmm. because the Mage Tower appearances are going away. Yeah. So that's that's got a deadline, and the deadline is 116 days from today. Uh, second was first aid field medic. And we already talked about um, the uh, what CJ Racer 20s suggestion was about getting into pre-mades, which I think is an excellent idea. Right. Um, leveling alts was a big one, especially mm-hmm. people who've done gotten allied races. And what I would suggest to anyone doing alts, um, and especially with the allied races, because you're not going to want to boost them because you want to play them all the way through to get the heritage armor, right. is... Once you get to 100, do invasions. Invasions take you, you know, about 
20, 30 minutes, and you can get a level and a half per invasion. Nice. Oh, that's really nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good way to speed through those. Um, a lot of people said fishing. I'm doing Fisher Friends. You're doing Fisher Friends. Mm -hmm. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, I saw some people talking about that. Um, I had to look again. up what the acronym was. Oh, it's uh, it was because everyone was saying AOT AOTC oh, instead yeah. of ahead of the curve. Of, okay, but that's um, that's an achievement to do Argus on heroic or higher. Is it? Um, I think it's heroic or higher. Yeah, and there I was reading some stuff on the forums. They're basically saying that. Not having ahead of the curve is like not having your diploma. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and I said, I guess I'm never going to get a diploma then because I yeah. have absolutely no no interest in doing that. Yeah. Um, also in the bucket list, uh, Mythic 15 Plus. Yeah, I, I started doing Mythics a while ago. We we're doing nines and such. And then, I don't know, I just everything just sort of fell apart. I don't know why. I wanted to do higher than that. There's, there's achievements that you get at only at 15 plus. Mm -hmm. So um, just some other assorted ones. People talked about titles, doing the Brawlers Guild, getting mounts, maxing their professions, right. doing their class halls and mounts. Um, some people said they wanted to play through the undead zone before they go away. And we mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. Teldrassil and Undercity don't change until you hit 110. Right in the expansion. So they're going to be perfectly playable up until then. And that's when they're going to change. Mm -hmm. um, and of course the ever popular question of which character are you going to take to one twenty first? Oh yeah. My mage. Uh, yeah. You have an easy time of it. I don't have an easy <laughs> time of it. I still... uh, I'll decide when I get there. I still think it's a terrible idea for blizzard to take out Teldrassil. Unless they have some... Well, I'm not real happy about them taking out Undercity either. So. I don't care about that. Well, I don't care about Teldrassil. <laughs> no, I'm burn, kidding. Maybe burn, I'm I'll kidding. bring the marshmallows. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I don't know. In all honesty, after all the, the feedback, the negative feedback about how they scoot around with things in Cataclysm, how they destroyed people's favorite zones, barons, whether it be Ashenvale, whatever, Aberdeen, for them to do this makes me think that the reason why they're doing it is because of maybe classic It's like, well, we can destroy whatever we want because if you want to go see the old way, you can go classic. I wonder if they're doing that intentionally to push people to classic for some reason. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's just, it's extremely dramatic. It is. I mean, if, if you're, if what you're trying to do, is to get people fired up mm -hmm. about the the re-energizing of this war between the Alliance and the Horde. How better to do that than to take out two iconic areas of each side? The, the problem, you're right, they are iconic. I think that's the problem is that they are iconic. And so unless they have plans for something after this event, they're going to be gone. And I think more than Arbardine, Teldrassil was... I mean, Teldrassil was the place where I started. For um, them to, to, Undercity was yeah. the place I started. So for them to get rid of that, I don't know how people are going to feel about it. Are, could, could people just say, screw this, I'm not playing this anymore? Well, I, you know, for me, it's it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's meaningful, but it's not that important. It's not going to make me quit the game. No. But I, I mean, if they were going to pick on something, I wish that they would, you know, take out something else. Yeah. But they are iconic. I understand why they did it. But they're only doing this from 110 forward. It's not like you start a new character. You can start it in Teldrassil. Yeah. You know, they're not taking it away until you go through this scenario event to enter this, the, uh, the, the, bird, the, battle for azeroth stuff so mm -hmm. it's not it's not like it's not like it's really going away going away yeah i know after theramore after auberdeen 
It's like there aren't a lot of places left. To, I get that. I think that's what I'm trying to say is that there aren't a lot of pl- like really important places left. You got Stormwind, you got Orgamar, you got Iron Forge, um, Undercity's going away. Thunder Bluff is still there, Thunder but no Bluff one ever goes there. there. Right. So I don't know if this is a, a good decision. I, I, I guess what I'm what I'm feeling right now is that before we actually know how it happens, why it happens, and what the fallout will be. I, it seems on paper like a bad decision. It's a very bold move. You got to give him credit for it that. It is a bold move, but we'll see what happens after. Because if the fallout from this is, well, there aren't any cool places left in the game for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of like how they took out the newbie log in EverQuest. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's what is the new newbie log? Uh-huh. And... I, I don't know what, what it's going to be for me. Maybe Brill? I don't know. Mm. So anyway, one of the things that I'm I'm going to start doing, and I'm going to put up a channel uh, called Victory Dance, I think, <laughs> um, where people can co- can post their achievements, their, their, you know, not just, hey, I made it from level one to level, f- level five, but, yeah. you know, if you get some really cool achievement... Post it in here, and I will uh, I will announce it. So I will announce a few just to kind of get the ball rolling here. Oh, cool! Um, congrats to Albert for getting the Forgotten Hippogriff mount. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats to Mighty Murloc for getting the new Kara mount, and to TX Cool Kid for fi- finishing Field Medic. You are my hero. <laughs> um, so um i will be posting that channel and so if you have a really cool achievement that you would like mentioned on the show we can do that i will use your discord name unless you tell me another name and server name to use okay that sounds like a good idea cool all right i think that's it yep i think that's it all right how does everybody get a hold of you ren i am on uh Twitter, yeah, that's what that's called. Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata. I'm on Facebook at Renata Kane. Look for the Undead Chick. And, of course, I hang out on our Discord, which is at discord.worldofwarcast.com. Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter. World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next week. May the Horde invade the main offices of Verizon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>